Navarra invites you to get this with Tony Martin and Ed Cavalier. Morning, you lot. Oh, it's Friday. Oh, how good is this? Yes, indeed. And what's John Howard forgotten today? We've got the tape the PM doesn't want you to hear. The Queen walked out on a photo shoot. What's on Phil Spector's head today? It looks like a scale model of Buckingham Palace. Visit the Get This Football Experience. Copying scenes from movies in real life doesn't work. We'll find out. Who's pretending to be a German polar bear? Which politician has more sexy friends on their MySpace than Wolfgang Van Halen? Oh, new shows for the staggering talents of Daryl Summers. Again, and joining us in the second hour, Ryan Shelton from Rove is with us to hopefully redress that bloke fest we had yesterday. Tony Martin's weekend surf report. It's all coming up on Get This Week. Yesterday, we revealed John Howard's offer to father Catherine Zeta-Jones's children. It was a blooper, and I've apologised to her. Yes, why not stand? That's uh, R.E.M. here at Get This Around the Nation on Triple M. Good morning, everybody. It's myself, Tony Martin. You've got Ed Gavilly and Richard Marslin. And it is, of course, Friday the 13th. Theremin's at the ready. It could get spooky today. Well, I just stepped on Nikki's sauce. Um, <laughs> Her sauce? She bought some sauce for a pie. Pasty. Dro- dropped it on the floor behind me. Mm. Look out. Shenanigans Ooh. a go go. Actually, right. the other day I was walking uh, <laughs> along the street and um, there was a bus full of, full bus full of kids sort of next to where I was. Mm-hmm. And I was wandering mm-hmm. along and I tripped over, I, like I slipped on something and, and fell down on the ground yep. and then looked up and I'd actually slipped on a banana skin. <laughs> you are joking. <laughs> uh, it, re- it really did happen. <laughs> and I looked up at the kids and they looked at me and they weren't even laughing. They were just looking at me like, you sad old man. You think we're going to laugh at that? Old nonsense. <laughs> and the kids were so disgusted that they turned away and one of them was holding a big plank that just <laughs> knocked the, the other one out. <laughs> <laughs> mm. That is fantastic. Okay, we're covering the big story. <laughs> Marsland destroys sachet of sauce. Oh, that's right. Oh, man. Cavalry slips on banana skin. Mm. Why go on? Mm. What other stories are there in here? <laughs> uh, Catherine Zeta-Jones mentioned that at the top of the, jo- uh, mm. top of the show. Mm. Michael Douglas uh, wooed her. By using the phrase, I want to grandfather your children, apparently. <laughs> Phil Spector, what's going on there? They've managed to, uh, well, he's sporting a Margaret Pomerantz today. He's beautiful. Nice. In case you're following the many hairstyles of uh, Philip Spector. They found somebody who claims that uh, the woman who was shot in the foyer, very painful to be shot in the foyer, was uh, suicidal, had mentioned suicide. Because he's on trial for uh, killing her, is he yeah, not? Yeah, that's right. Mm. Yeah. So she was suicidal and she decided to go through with this at three in the morning in the foyer of Phil Spector's house. Kind of a spontaneous decision. Mm. Oh, very much so. So if we're to believe this, mm. well, it's a date with Phil Spector. That's what's, that's what's driven her over the edge. <laughs> that's what's going to tip you over, is it? It's before I go out with women, I say, hand me your, uh, your, your pistol and I make sure all the bullets are out, you <laughs> yeah. know what I mean? Because yeah. it's going to go badly. So. Oh, no, I've been on a date with him. I'm back at his house. Look at the top of his head. No, I can't go on. <laughs> I've got to do this right here and now. <laughs> it's handy to go out with a bloke with a lot of guns oh, if you think of going through with it. What? Uh, what other news have we missed? Oh, look, it's that time of the year. Which time? It comes around every year at about yeah. this time. Adriana Exanity's in court. Ah, good. Which means we can do... Oh, our annual Adriana in court joke. Go on, Tone. Uh, I can't even remember how it goes. It's been a full year. Really? Uh, Miss Xanadis, 
Is she guilty or not guilty? The jury will retire to decide. <laughs> just, it's just an excuse to play that music. Stop right. dancing, Richard. I know. I used to, uh, as you know, I used to do a uh, TV show from the Adelaide Channel 7 studios oh, where yeah. Wheel of Fortune was filmed and um, there was a story going around when I was there that at some stage Adriana might have left her mic pack on and it might have led to some Naked Gun style sort of, uh, you know, a, a, a bit of a scene going on oh. somewhere. But Naked Gun was kind of the clean version of... What do you mean? Like a toilet symphony or... Well, there's a or tape going around. <laughs> or some action. I don't know. I don't... Because no one would ever speak about it. People wouldn't want to get involved. All right, well, send it in if you've got it, basically. <laughs> there's a tape going around. There is. Everyone's favourite phrase oh, in show business. Brilliant. And I, I don't know what... I think she just left her mic pack on and uh -huh. went to the... Yeah. <laughs> okay. Trust you to know all about that. Could be anyone. Shock. How do we know it's her? There is a tape going around. Have you guys heard the John Howard tape? No. The one from Tasmania? No. They've been playing bits of it on the news where he forgot the name ah, of the, yes, yes, the yes. candidate, the Liberal candidate for Franklin. Well, he's old. Yeah, that's right. Who could remember all those names anyway? He's old. I mean, Franklin's not one of the better electorates, let's be honest. <laughs> I'm struggling to remember the names of all the breakfast shows. Exactly right. On the four stations we're on. <laughs> Zoos and cages and stuff. Exactly. So uh, I've got the tape here of that rather embarrassing interview. Check this out. The candidate in Franklin, Mr Howard? Yes. Her name? The candidate in Franklin, Prime Minister. I, like, I support, I support um, uh, all of my candidates. What's her name? Uh, I've forgotten it. Come on, Mr Howard. The candidate for Franklin is... Oh, Bob Dylan. No, come on, John. English. No, it's not John English. It's a woman. Her name is... Mariana. Mariana. No, it's neither of those. I, like, I support uh, all of my candidates. Can you name one of them? Reebok. No, your candidates, the... Flintstones. No, they're... Vegetables. No. Shorts. Wrong again. Fruit Loops. Mr. Howard, can you recall your own name? Yes. Well, what is it? Well? Uh, I've forgotten it. Mr. Howard, I'll give you one final chance. The candidate for Franklin is... Bad for the environment. All right. Well, not as good for the environment. Uh, okay, too much electricity and okay. uh, interferes with marine life. All right, Prime Minister. Uh, like, I support all of my... Vegetables. Oh, look. <laughs> lost it. Here I dare. It's a long campaign trail. I didn't know that the uh, the candidate for Franklin was interfering with marine life. Well, you know what that means is she's down <laughs> on that beach with the giant squid. Oh, yeah. Poking around. I trust you to have seen that. Mm -mm. Did you imagine? <laughs> Look, he's drooling. No, because they said, because the first thing I thought of was, mm -mm. Something, other, something delicious was washed up <laughs> because they found a baby mammoth. Did you see that? They found yeah. a baby mammoth yep. in whole, like in Russia, in the ice, 10,000 years old. Mm -mm. Mm. Good eating. That's some good eating. <laughs> Archaeological discoveries. I just more <laughs> snacks for Ed Cavalier. <laughs> it's Friday the 13th. Anything could happen. Mm. It could happen next. And get this. That's Pink. Leave me alone here at Get This on Triple M. And during that song, I heard uh, Ed Cavalier say, Pregnant women are kick ass. I want to be pregnant as quick as I can. Nikki is really tucking into a pasty yeah. uh, with the ferociousness that normally reserved for me in a chop. <laughs> uh, and she's got a juice there and yogurt to come afterwards. It's wonderful. She was standing at the vending machine this morning with a gun. <laughs> <laughs> Don't come near this, it's mine! <laughs> it's very it's awesome. Up. Yesterday at this time you were claiming that uh, we sing 
rude songs around the office, pretty much any song the Triple M plays can be uh, injected with filth. That um, that pink song is ripe for it. Is it really? Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. That um, go away, give me a chance to miss you, say goodbye, mm. it'll make me want to kiss you. I yeah, mean, okay. make me want to mm. something you is just... There's, there's lots of stuff that's funny in the office and then you get you know onto a, a national platform. <laughs> you can't say any of those ones you were doing this morning. No. And I'm sitting here up on my high horse about that and then someone sends me this email, Aaron. He goes, uh, you know, I go right back to your days, Tony, as the fat man on Eon FM. Man, that's Whoa. 20. This is my 20th year on this station. I know, I just realised. I know. And uh, it was Eon FM when I joined, at least in Melbourne, yeah. uh, doing the breakfast show, and I was sadly known as the fat man. Mm. This bloke, Aaron, I don't remember this. He says, I remember a great parody song you did to the tune of uh, Billy Joel's I Didn't Start the Fire. You changed it to... I didn't fart, you liar. Oh, Ooh. that's so juvenile. <laughs> that's Ooh. so 1987. Ooh. <laughs> Is that true? Did that happen? Is it coming up next? I don't remember that. Is it coming up next? <laughs> if you say that, they'll give us that song. And do you want that song? Uh, no. It's just a list. <laughs> it's just a list of stuff. Yeah, but when I was a youngster, I didn't know anything about the rock and roller cola wars. <laughs> Billy Joel really opened my eyes. <laughs> Certainly did. Uh, sports. Look at this email. I get a lot of emails. No, no, we've got sport today. We've got lots of sport. Matt Goodfellow is just... Come on. ...the first, no, the last of several, several, many several emails that I have received pointing out that Guzzy Sampson mm-hmm. comes on this. Where is he? Angus Sampson, um, who is in LA at the moment, I think, just bigging it up. Is that right? Oh, yeah. He's got a big fancy agent now. Big fancy agent, big fancy lips. He's lighting the uh, cigars with $100 bills. Mm-hmm. That's what I've heard. Lighting... L- a lot of people send us in this picture here. It's a picture of a footballer from the 70s. Uh, this picture was taken after the 1973 grand final, mm. AFL grand final. Mm. The gentleman pictured on the left is South Australian legend Peter Carey. Look at that. Okay. It could be Guzzy. Wow. He, that's, he's got a touch of the Guzzies about him. That. that is the most frequent lookalike we get on this show. Yeah, absolutely Peter right. Peter Carey was a footballer. Mm. Wow, let's see more authors footballing, shall we? <laughs> Delia Falconer on wing. She's tough. She doesn't say much. She needs a lot of grants to say anything. <laughs> How's that? We're getting into literary humour in yeah, our sports it. segment. Hey, how about this? Uh, we've had an email here from one of our fine friends, whose yes. name I can't see on the screen, uh, who says that another great Sheffield Shield hero oh, yeah. is Steve Story, the mm. Queensland spinner who had a great headline in the Courier Mail when he took four wickets in an innings after an injury. It said, same old story for Queensland. Hey? Bravo. Right. Hey? Have you brought up the uh, Tim? We got to do more readings from. Uh, yeah, people I'd... want more. Thus spake Timmy Zura. I know Timmy Zura is uh, autobiography. You've left it downstairs. Haven't I you? have. The gloves are off now for the facts. He's sitting in the office waiting to be read. It's a tough read. Yeah, it's a tough read. What else have you got there? Well, there's a new thing, Tone, that's just come out here. Uh, as we know that the footballers, they love football, but mm. what they really love is an off-field incident. Oh, sure, that's and, what it's all about. And there's, you know, all around the country there are these, uh, the road shows, the NRL road show goes around, you know, telling kiddies how to play footy and AFL's got a Hall of Fame and, a, and an experience. But it's, it's just a distraction. The football is a distraction from the nightclub gear. This is what I'm saying. So now we can step inside the world of the Get This Football Experience. Now, if you ever wondered what it's like to be a real footballer, now you can live like your heroes at our interactive music. Museum. Oh. Have a couple. Have a couple of coldies. Then skull a bottle of sunscreen with Geelong Steve Johnston, and see how many nightclub patrons you can expose your buttocks to in two minutes. Can you beat Chris Tarrant's record? Then boot it home by sticking the boot in when.
and you play Cop This Cabbie with Daniel Kerr. Where can I do this? All around the country. It's coming out the back of a flatbed truck <laughs> marked with an X. We love a flatbed truck on this show. Yep. Here's an email from Mark. The other day we were talking about uh, made-up words, words ah, yes. that you've invented. Debarkula, that was mine. Right. What was yours? Uh, pain wind. Pain wind. My uh, flatmate copped oh. a nasty one last night. Oh. Yeah, I don't th- fart over the uh, the vents of the air heater. Mm. It's coming straight for your face. <laughs> <laughs> what about this word uh, from Mark Bartier, who says, My wife doesn't speak English as a first language. <coughs> but me. She asked me. She asked me. It's not going to be offensive. Woo! No need to use the gong, Mr. Marza. Put that gong down. Okay. Oh, man. She asked me if the verb for putting on a condom was to condomize. Oh. <laughs> condomize. She said this at a dinner party <laughs> in front of others. <laughs> Secondly, I almost dropped something on her from upstairs. <laughs> There's a bit of fun. She looked up and called me a idiot. What? <laughs> She said, oh, we've all done this. I was going to call you dumbass and change to idiot halfway through. I, love, I like doing that. <laughs> Changing gears halfway through. Mm. A lot of emails about your songs, Ed. People saying, when is there going to be an album? It's a good idea. The Keith Urban songs. Um, this bloke here, Sharon. Oh, <laughs> this bloke here, Sharon. Now, I'm not going to say a surname now. <laughs> no. Because that'll reflect badly on her. Yeah. This gentleman here, Sharon, says, uh, will Ed be releasing all the Keith Urban songs? Yes. My sister is a singing teacher. She could use this in her class. How not to sing. Oh, that's not fair. Oh, really? You're saying that this is how not to sing? Well, I can't believe I'm sitting here today, yeah. Picking on my banjo, big smile on my face. Wow. Okay, we'll have to get a CD. If Michael Gadinsky is listening... You know, maybe he'd like to sign you up. Oh, be great. Are you affiliated with any label? No, no, I'm, I'm unsigned, um, local and unsigned. But uh, I'm looking at you, Dean Geyer. You need a running mate. You know, <laughs> so he can do the sort of shirtless Christian antics. And then I can bust out suburban. All right. right on. That'll be happening next on Get This. That's The Clash, Rock the Casbah, here at Get This. It's on Triple M, I think you'll find, and we're brought to you by the Nissan Navara. What a 4x4 with huge pulling power, rugged good looks. Accessories. I've been looking at the accessories uh, in the brochure, Mr. Cavalier. You drove it. Yep. Alloy bull bar, mm. roof racks, mm. snorkel. Yeah, snorkel. Why oh. does it come with a snorkel? Take it underwater. Really? Right. Does yeah. it go underwater? Have you tested that? I think you should test it. I think you should call them up, get it back, and test that. It, yeah, it goes to about three or 400 feet uh, below sea level. <laughs> I hit a giant squid the other day. Of course right, you just did. by accident. <laughs> All right, look, so much mail piling up here. Uh, obviously, we've uh, been scanning the latest pages in the papers. Still nothing from Joy Buttress of Dramana today. Mm. Uh, Adelaide Advertiser features new letters, uh, but none by Phil Minge. Mm, Minge has gone quiet. Minge and Buttress. All quiet on the Minge front. <laughs> Funny they would team up. Yeah. The Minge Buttress show. Maybe just Minge and Buttress, just a sort of a company that writes angry letters to the papers. Outsourced. On your behalf, why not? You ring up and you say, yeah, I'm angry about speed humps. No worries. We've got a package that you could do. We could uh, send out an angry letter or... Minge and Buttress. (laughs) (laughs) All right, there is a letter, though. uh, It was a couple of days ago in uh, the Melbourne Herald Sun from Frog of Mooney Pond. Specs of doubt. Listen to this. Is Specs and Specs rigged? Every week I watch the show and I'm astounded by the amount of questions Alan Bro answers. Granted, he knows a lot about music, but I get the feeling it's like the world wrestling and that it's not real. <laughs> mm. Is he provided with the answers before they film? That, that's just what he's like. Yeah. 
He just knows stuff. My car is just full of burnt CDs by bands like Lamb Chop and the Magnetic Fields things. Alan Bro has got me on a diet. Mm. A rigorous schedule, a regime of CDs I have to listen to. Mm-hmm. He That's, just knows stuff. He certainly does. And there's a fair bit of element. It's like Red in uh, when he did Red Faces. Yeah. He just knows talent mm. when he sees it. <laughs> That's right. Look, uh, you know, if you want to hear some of um, Mr. Bro's work on this show, new podcast going up later today. What are we up to? 103. 103. <laughs> <laughs> What about the one before that? We're new too. Oh, that's, ding, 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 ding. that went up yesterday, and it's yes, it's got prelude to a fart. Good in time. It. We, we will be doing that again. A lot yeah, of requests to right. do that again. Ooh. People sending them in. Daisy Coit. Oh, come no, on. Now, this is getting ridiculous. Just says, uh, my mum is uh, very proper. She's very butter wouldn't melt in her mouth. Mm-hmm. But whenever she's about to drop one, she'll say, Oh, it's a telegram from Her Majesty. (laughs) (laughs) That's not a bad one. It's prim and proper. Not bad. Prelude to a fart. Here's one from David Shevlin. We have a proud family tradition. Is that a motorbike? (laughs) 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 Unquote. So send them in. No, well, don't send them in. Wait till we play it again maybe next yeah. week once we've aired the studio out. Mm. And, uh, also, yesterday we were talking about <laughs> Plumper's Magazine. Yes. Uh, yeah, a lot of people calling in wanting to know where they could find it from us. Why are they asking us? <laughs> we're your Plumper's connection. Now, Plumper's <laughs> is the uh, pornographic magazine for those who are into... Plumper's. Ladies over 50 mm. who are of a larger persuasion. There you go. Is that the nicest way yeah. to say it? Yeah. Well... If that's not good enough, what about Danu Pointer, who says, have you heard about Porn Pizza, a new pizzeria, which uh, opened recently in Winnipeg? Mm. They're selling pizzas with a pornographic photo in the box. As you eat the pizza, the photo is revealed. (laughs) That's combining pizza and porn, finally. You're drooling it. Just just say the last sentence you said again. Um, As you... Eat the pizza. Oh, no, okay, fair enough. No, see, with Ed, it would be just a pile of porn with a pizza underneath. <laughs> oh, that's okay. how excited he gets about food. <laughs> but read faster. <laughs> get through all this, yeah. Yeah, I'm sure, yeah. Oh, never thought it would happen to you. That's fine. Yeah, ah, pepperoni. What now we're you, talking. Did I say something wrong? What did you, you said something rude by accident. Did I really? Yeah. Have to that? listen in the playback. All right, we'll have that playback. Mm. Maybe I'm trying to win some money. From George McEncroe from the Brisbane <laughs> Cave. Comes into our office every day. Get this phrase in. Yeah. Filth. We did felching yesterday. We're not going to say it again, <laughs> George. Uh, anyway, what else is going on here? Uh, a lot of people saying that Ed Cavalli keeps promoting segments that never actually occur. Oh, there was one yesterday about Daryl Summers. What was all that about? Oh, no, no, no. It's here. It's here. Uh, now, listen, Daryl Summers is uh, the best person on TV. Dancing with the Stars rates through the roof every time he's on it. I've never seen Dancing with the Stars. Oh, it's incredible. Am I missing something good there? Oh, Incredible, okay. and um, and you, uh, Tone, have been a big supporter of Daryl for a long time, and there's there's a lot of talk at the moment about how Daryl's looking for some a new project, perhaps, yep. perhaps a Tonight Show or something equally wonderful for his talents. Mm-hmm. But uh, I've we've come up in the office here with some new shows that perhaps would be perfect for Daryl. Have we? Now it's got a theme. Unfortunately for you, Tony Martin, uh, the theme for this segment is you singing Daughtry's track. It's not over. <laughs> So take I, it away. I've never even heard that. You have so, Daughty. We play it all the time. I throw the headphones to the ground as soon as it comes Fine. on. Fine. Nickelback's How You Remind Me. I can't even remember how that one goes. Uh, pants Around Your Feet, I that like one. Your pants Around Your Feet. <laughs> that one. 
Flip an angel. That'll do. It just sounds like a succession of angry men trying to punch one out. It All right. Like the, the, the old prospector's got his own band together. <laughs> the old prospector. <laughs> Gus Chiggins. All right. First show for Daryl. Daryl's in a brand new bag. Daryl hides in a handbag and there's a choice of three. Contestants are only allowed to kick the bag to work out which one he's in. That's an hour on Tuesday nights. Right. I'd like more of a Daryl Cotton thing. Okay. But Daryl Summers. Daryl Summers is your man. Okay. Thank you, Doki. Daryl's Treats of the Sea. Daryl trawls the bottom of the ocean looking for undico- undiscovered species in between tightly choreographed musical numbers. What he finds, he keeps. <laughs> Seems okay for Daryl Braithwaite, but Daryl Summers, I'm still looking for Really? Okay, okay. How about this one? What's in Daryl? Every night at 7 p.m. for an hour, contestants prod and poke Daryl in order to try and work out what's been placed inside him. If they pick it, they win it. Last week, Dirk Tazelar found a very cunningly placed 56-inch plasma screen TV. What will they find tonight? Dirk Tazelar. Sheffield Show Cricketer Dirk Tazelar. <laughs> Nicely done. Yeah. All what do right. you think? I, well, I reckon they could play. Mm. You know, if that Yasmin's getting married can go to where, why not that? So now we've got to play the outro tone. Lips are <laughs> Oh, shit myself. Okay, fine. Time to go. We'll find out what it was that I said that was so rude. Yeah. Next, I'll get this. Get this. Get a life. Brought to you by Nissan Navara. Huge pulling power. It's get this on Triple M around the nation. It is indeed. And Richard Marsland uh, have some kind of oversight to correct. Is that right? Yeah, that's right. I forgot to wish my little sister a happy birthday on the air yesterday. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh. Yes, busy doing all the sketches on yesterday's show. That's right. I need the help of Mal Walden. And well, may we say happy birthday <laughs> to our little sister who turned 18. Happy birthday, Bonnie. Ed claimed that I said something rude by mistake. Here's the sentence in question. Have a listen. Going to have to do it, Rich. Going to okay. have to reenact it, including the rude bit, alleged rude bit. They're selling pizzas with a pornographic photo in the box. As you eat the pizza, the photo is revealed. Oh. Okay. What's so rude about that? No, no, I thought you'd um I thought you'd switch the word box and pizza, making oh. it rude. Okay. So you'd have to bit of there's a bit of oh imagination to be done there, but um it's very confusing. What were you doing last night? Uh, not watching Batman again, surely. No, 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 that wasn't on. I watched uh, some Lionel Richie. And then there's this <laughs> Japanese game shows. See, what's happening is... When are they going to finish? Ed it's has so wonderful. finally got Foxtel. <laughs> oh, yeah. it's the end of my life. And now he's getting no sleep. I, was, I didn't realise, I just didn't realise how into go-kart racing from Finland I was <laughs> until I started watching it. And now, oh, if Ringdang Grugabrang doesn't win <laughs> the Rigovic, oh, you know... Formula One, I don't know what I'm going to do. <laughs> well, maybe that's the segment tomorrow, and maybe I'll be able to prepare a song. I've been working on my voice, so I'm sorry I let you down earlier. No, exactly. Uh, for the segment, uh, new shows for the staggering talents of, talents of Daryl Summers. Yeah. Tone, what did you think of that segment? I was blown away. What could I say? It all seemed to make sense. That right there was Daughtry. With It's Not Over, here again this on Triple M. As I mentioned earlier, it goes up today. Podcast. Thank you very much, Mark. What was that? Was that Foreigner? Foreigner with Hot Blooded. Hot Blooded. Also sampled uh, by Tone Loke. 
for uh, for Funky Cold Medina. No, which which bit of Funky Cold Medina? Well, you play them back to back and definitely a sample there. The rappers love Foreigner, don't they? (laughs) Oh, yeah. Wait till they move on to the speed wagon. Mm. Uh, What about this uh, email I've received from Ben O'Brien? Are you going to suggest that's a fake name, Ed? Ben O'Brien. He's a real man. Uh, Mm. I've been trying to vandalise Carl Stefanovic's Wikipedia page. Good on you, Ben. And now what happens when you click on it, a big official warning flashes up saying, and this is what it says, Come on. If any of your changes relate to Carl being a robot, you will be blocked immediately. He's on to us, says Ben. I still managed to put in that he started working at Channel 9 in 2003 as a photocopier. <laughs> <laughs> Nicely done. Oh, I'm sure Carl would find that funny. Like, I thought it was funny. <laughs> there you go. There you go. How do they get rid of the beeps when they... Mm. they Long process. In the morning. Long process. Uh, it's time to get up there. It's time to climb Talkback Mountain. <laughs> Thank you very much, men without hats. We've been asking for safety dance for mm. weeks, and then show on after has got it. Yeah, lucky. Probably didn't even ask. So lucky. How do we keep missing the safety dance? Yeah, your thing is they they don't think that the men without hats's message of dancing if you want to is right. is, is correct for our, our show for a national audience. Yeah, I think it is. National audience couldn't handle that. Just no friends of mine. As the men without hats say, we're going to dance, and if they don't dance, and they ain't no friends of mine. Yeah, it's pretty <laughs> hard. I agree with that. It's hardcore. Uh, now today we've done this topic before. Copying things from movies. Now we hear that it's bad. You know, kids don't do this. Don't copy that from the movies. No. But sometimes. It's just plain funny. It's positive. Have you got an example, Mr. Marsler? Did you hear about that guy this week in the States who used 105 helium balloons and flew about 300 kilometres? Mm. And he was. it says he was reenacting Danny Deck Chair. Yeah, but the thing is, how did he see Danny Deck Chair? Yeah, I didn't know what that is. <laughs> Where did he find a copy? Yeah. The publicity blitz? Mm. Um, Maybe it was a publicity stunt. Uh, from Australia from a few years ago and he's just floated over to the US and he's only just made it. Mm. But see, the thing is about Danny Deckchair is that it's based on Larry Walters who did the same thing in 1982. Yeah. Mm. So he's basing something on a movie which was actually... Ba- Why don't you just say you're basing it on Larry Walters from the 80s? Oh, OK. Because you might be the only one that knew that. <laughs> but what about that? <laughs> that? That for an idea, copying things from Australian movies that hardly anyone oh, went okay. to. OK. Oh, hang on. It's happened with bad eggs in Victoria. <laughs> Several things from that film have uh, come true. Is that right? Since it happened. Change the subject, Mr. Martin. All right, Mr. Mallet, I will. Oh, dear. Copying things. What other Australian films that no one went to could you uh, copy? What was that one? Uh, The Book of Revelations. I know you love that one. Oh, I love that one. There's a fun weekend of copying. (laughs) I'm just at home with some friends as they torture me (laughs) sexually. No, no, they had at the beginning. At the beginning. Okay, is that down on your to-do list, is it? (laughs) Yeah. I love that movie had the thing I always love in an art movie when something creepy's going to happen. Yeah. The mime of foreboding. <laughs> I'm walking up the streets and, oh, there's a mime. Oh, oh no. they're so creepy, those mimes. Something terrible's going to happen. There's a mime. <laughs> they never say anything. <laughs> All right, uh, okay, copying. Well, when I was a kid, the thing I wanted more than anything else was a sunken conversation pit ah, you right. said. in my bedroom like the Beatles had in Help. Yeah. You know the Beatles? Ringo Starr. Thomas the tank engine rolled into town. Canberra. 
<laughs> coming along, Mr. Marsden. By the end of the year, we'll have that perfected. Yeah. And yeah, when Dad saw me uh, trying to read the instruction book to his chainsaw, <laughs> that idea was knocked on the head. But was, isn't that a great thing? A sunken conversation oh, bit great place. in your bedroom. But doesn't that uh, give rise to people wanting to talk? How do you mean? Well, they're going to want to talk in that pit, right? Oh, yeah, right. No, no, not at my house. <laughs> not at my house. Frosty silences at your place, You Ed? betcha. Oh, an entire childhood of frosty silences, <laughs> punctuated by broken crockery. Oh, lovely. <laughs> how much? How many things do we have in common? Sounds of joy. <laughs> what about you, Ed? Do you copy stuff from movies? No, I, at the moment, no, because I spend most of my time watching them. However... Mm. My new sedentary lifestyle of pure of only watching Foxtel and playing Xbox yeah, uh, yeah. has led me to a new style of dress. Now I've always gone for the, uh, how would you say, grey jumper. Yeah, you sure have. And and hat mm. and look. It's the stranded in Sydney airport for five days. <laughs> look. That sums up the Ed Cavalier chic right there. It's great. Flight cancelled. <laughs> the new range of clothing from Ed Cavalier. <laughs> All right, Rich. But there's a, there's method in the old madness, right? Because a, a, a hat disguises hair that you've never actually had a style for. Yeah. Right? And a grey jumper can cover up pretty much any T-shirt ever. You, yeah. I've worn the same T-shirt every day this week. You guys haven't even noticed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wait a second. He says, crossing his arms in the Freddy Krueger jumper he's been wearing right. every day for two years. Appearing in children's dreams. Uh, and But now I've, I've discovered the joy of tracksuit pants worn around as if they were regular wear. Much yeah. like George Costanza from Seinfeld, when yeah. he went around dra draped in velour. Mm. So that's that's pretty much where I'm headed. If I can get my Duna cover mm. to get all the way up to my neck, <laughs> I'm set. So you're saying TV as well? We want to widen Yeah, let's this. widen the net to television. Television and movies. Brilliant. Mr. Marslin. Um, when I was a young young man uh, at the age of 14, we were shooting a short film for drama. What was it called? We, well, given It was actually it was totally based on Terminator. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it was exactly. It was exactly Terminator Two. Did you play exactly the Linda? Uh, who were you? Linda Hamilton role? Uh, yeah, I was actually in the Lim Linda Hamilton role, but not in a way that the alternative nightclub across the road from your house might suggest. Oh. <laughs> um, but I was sort of like, you know, his, his, uh, his human buddy. But we also incorporated some Raiders of the Lost Ark sort of action as well. In particular, the Raiders of the Lost Ark car chase, which is still fantastic. Oh, it's a beauty. The dragged bit behind. Dragged behind yeah. by his whip. Yeah, yeah, we did a bit of that until Dad sort of asked us to stop while we were waiting in the emergency ward of the hospital. <laughs> <laughs> Terminator 2, how did you do the... Yeah, how did you do the liquid... Uh, metal guy. Body. We didn't have quite the budget for that. Mm -hmm. So what did you do? We had to go to um, miniatures, like little model yeah. sort of... So it was know. just a G.I. Joe covered in alpha oh, It was shocking. <laughs> it, was the, it was Terminator... It was! It was G.I. Joe covered in alpha oil. It was Terminator 2 in about 15 minutes. That's Copying nice. stuff from the movies or television. Okay. Have you tried it? Does it work? Call us now, one triple three five three. Blur, song two, the shortest song oh. on radio here at Triple M. Let's get this. Try assembling a talkback mountain during that one. <laughs> Have we managed to do it? Things from movies and television you've tried to reenact, preferably without fatalities. Who's going first? Hi, Lauren. Hi. What did you do? Um, the movie Harriet the Spy. Now, what happens in that? I've never seen it. She's a spy, runs around in overalls and a yellow trench coat, mm -hmm. and spies on her neighbours. So yeah. I thought I'd give it a try. And how... The Age of eight, running around in a yellow raincoat in summer. <laughs> and, did and you solve you any mysteries? Uh, no, ended up at the police station for breaking into my neighbour's house. Fantastic. Oh, fantastic. Did you get uh, mugshots taken in the yellow raincoat? Uh, no, they 
they were telling me if I do it again that I was going to jail. Yes. Wow. Wouldn't it be great if the real Harriet the Spy movie just ended that way, like five <laughs> minutes in? <laughs> Sorry. Come on. Come on, young lady. It was awful. Is Rosie O'Donnell in that movie? I have, no, I have no idea anymore. Um, I, think, I just think it's a, it's a part of my life I really don't want to remember. No, fair enough. I think she is in that movie, and that would explain why none of us have seen it. Yeah, that and Viva Rock Vegas. <laughs> We've got a big rosy allergy in here. Uh, thank you, Lauren. <laughs> Hello, Troy. How are you? Yeah, good, man. How are you doing? Good, thanks. Why don't you have a go at Oh, uh, man, I was at uh, work at the Servo, and uh, I said to this fellow, he came up and bought some nuts and some gum. And I said, you know, Simpsons references. I said, hey, dude, nuts and gum, together at last. He was an older <laughs> fella. He walked out. Didn't, just, didn't even shake his head, didn't even, like, register that I'd said it. So I'm, like, obviously not a Simpsons fan. Yeah, yeah you see, the, the old, a lot of the older people, I think, when The Simpsons is on, they just can't hear it or see it. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's, it's the yellow, I guess. It's another language to them. Mm. Yeah. Now, you're, you say you're working at the server. Yeah, I'm there, I'm there right now, if you can hear it, I guess. What do the bargains do? How much are Chiquitos? Oh, I just scanned one then, 247 for a large. For a large. Yeah, mate. Is it a requirement that every person who comes up to the cash register has to be pointed at that little cardboard box with the Fritos in it? Oh, not this one, mate. We're a little bit more laid back than the others. A bit laid back. Petrol's yeah. free. All right. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Troy. No, I know what he means. My father-in-law looks on in bafflement whenever I say extra to him. Really? No idea. Mm. <laughs> Just starts hitting me with a hammer. Fair enough. Who have we got next? It's the old days. Hi, Cole. Hi, g'day, fellas. How are you? Excellent, mate. Uh, what have you tried? Um, are you familiar with the Seinfeld episode, Ed, where George just doesn't have a job and decides to have Summer of George? Absolutely right. Oh, yeah, great. Well, it's going to take I the summer a, off. Yeah, well, I had a heap of excess annual leave. Mm-hmm. That sort of made me take. I didn't feel like going anywhere, so I had a uh, winter of coal. And uh, what happened, Cole? What was in the winter of coal? Just a lot of PlayStation, mm-hmm. McDonald's, mm-hmm. Um, you know, service station visits. <laughs> <laughs> You've done it all, mate. You've done it all. Wow. It's an exciting winter for me. Yeah, wow. Is it still going? Uh, this was last year. Oh. And there's much leave this year, unfortunately. I love how you didn't decide to go skiing or maybe go somewhere around the world. Nah, mm. the survey will do me. Absolutely <laughs> right. Good on you, Cole. There's so many George Cassandra things I've done. Really? I've done that one where uh, you put the tip in mm. at the restaurant and they don't see you. So you reach in to get your money to be to put it out and then put it in oh, and get sprung yeah. taking it out. Oh. I've had that one happen. How much were you putting in? Oh, not very much. Really? So made it just worse. Some Polish zloty. <laughs> um, a few Krugerrands. <laughs> Hi, Kieran. Yeah, g'day, mate. How you going? Good, thank you. What have you tried? Uh, when I was a little kid, I was watching TV and The Amazing Jonathan was on. Oh, yeah. hey, hey, hey. We used to be on the front lot. And um, he was, yeah, hey, hey, I think it would have been. Yep. And uh, he was making the pencil disappear in his nose and his mm. ears and things like that. Mm. And I, I went for the ear oh, and uh, pulled the pencil out and the lead was stuck inside my ear. Wow. Oh, yeah, you don't want to cut. I wrecked his pencil. So how did it end up, sorry? I think he was probably more upset I wrecked his pencil. Oh, okay, fair <laughs> enough. You don't want to copy the amazing Jonathan. Nah. Well, I know that now, but I was a little kid. He had a headband. He would have been cool. Absolutely right. <laughs> he used Headbands to have... were all the authority I needed. I, think, I could be wrong about this, but for years I think it was his girlfriend who was the female assistant in the act. Oh, yes. And if you've seen the act, he throws a sheet over her head and then nails something to the top of her head. Yes. And then he came back a few years later and he had a new girlfriend and she had to do it as well. Jeez. And wouldn't you love that bit in the relationship? Hey, baby. Been going out for a few months. Hey, there's something I need you to do for me. Yeah, yeah. What are we? Uh, what are we talking? Just put this sheet over your head. Okay. Well, this is crazy, but okay. Just going to nail this to the top of your head. Oh. Would you mind doing it every night, eight shows a week? Well, I used to go out with Phil Spector, so this is quite. <laughs> this is quite tame. All right. All right. Do not copy the amazing Jonathan. No. 
please do not do that. Uh, thanks to everyone who called up with Arena. Have we got one more? Hi, Luke. Let's do it. Luke, are you there? Yeah, g'day, you go. Good, Good. Thanks, bro. What have you tried? I uh, a few brews one night and uh, ended up uh, squeezing the juice off Inceno Man. <laughs> oh, is that... Uh... In the, uh, in the in the is it in the Seven Eleven is it where he 11, yeah yeah he goes straight for the Slurpee machine doesn't he <laughs> yeah I got yelled at by a very disgruntled Seven uh, Eleven worker and kicked out <laughs> yeah <laughs> kicked out more good advice don't copy anything that Paulie Shaw does no absolutely right <laughs> <laughs> advice in any circumstance thank you Luke uh, thanks to everyone who took part and mm. in the next hour yesterday we did that boring conversations thing. Turned a bit blokey. It was all blokes. Let's let the ladies have their say, mm-hmm. and who's going to help us out with that? Well, the original ladies' man. Ryan uh, Shelton. Get this. A sticky Aussie icon. Brought to you by Nissan Navara. Huge pulling power. Feel free to dance along at home. Be ignored by the step and the board because I'm gonna. It's the second hour of Get This on Triple M, the Friday edition, which uh, has fallen today on a Friday. And look who's here. It's Ryan Shelton. boy. From Rideas on uh, Rove. And we were just talking, Ryan, before the news about uh, scenes from movies. Do you see that in, uh, in a movie or a TV show and go, I'm gonna copy that? Uh, well, no, I mean, not. So, yeah, sometimes I quote people like Bart Simpson, I might say, I caramba, or Whoa, something sure, like that. Yeah, Whoa. Yeah. However, um, but I was watching TV actually the other day, I was watching uh, this ad, and there's this new ad on TV where they compare, or they show how strong this furniture house's couches are. Oh, yeah. right. And so they've got two couches side by side, and the presenter <laughs> is standing over one couch, and the cushion's off, so there's just the, the wooden slats underneath. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And he, show, and he says, now this is a normal couch, and watch what happens when I drop this bowling ball on it. <laughs> <laughs> and he drops a bowling ball on and it smashes through, of course. <laughs> and then he goes, but look what happens when we drop it on our couches. And their couches are like these metal springs, which nothing could get through, let alone... Like, if someone if someone is bouncing on couches with a bowling ball strapped to their bum, they need this couch. <laughs> it's very specific. But you'll be laughing on the other side of your face when it happens to you. That's right, that's right. The Nissan Navara. I haven't tried dropping a bowling ball onto it, but I probably won't. Yeah, we wouldn't even notice. No, we won't be doing that in this hour. What are we going to do in this hour? Do you get into uh, boring conversations with your partner, uh, Ryan? Do you no. Ever... No, that doesn't happen well, to you. If Sad. you're listening, no. <laughs> but if she's not... Uh, if, if, if you're not listening, then yeah, at times it, it, it is boring. And yeah. uh, I do think about... Um, ending it. But that's, that's if she's not listening. So there if you, you are go. listening, everything's great. <laughs> well, yesterday, uh, the blokes had this. I know it's sounding a tad battle of the sex. It's, it's getting there, Tone. It's accidental, though. It's getting there. Have you, you guys, have you guys pointed out the fact that men and women are really different? No. no, no. Some I've got of... a turban and I'm going to call someone later on <laughs> and play a hilarious prank. So, it's see how that goes. a lady's choice in this hour of Get This on Triple M. That's the cars. Shake it up here at Get This. It's the second hour on Triple M. And in this hour, for the first time, possibly all year, we're going to attempt to run to time. Mm. No, I don't think anything much on that front's going to change for quite a while. We still have a very big fight ahead of us. You're right. Jeez, look at that bloke chiming in. Look who it is. It's Ryan Shelton. Here he is. 
host of Rideas on Rove. Those politicians that you get in for these quotes have a lot to say <laughs> yeah. about your show, I've got to say. It's amazing. They're so opinionated. Oh, the sort of access you guys get. <laughs> don't have time for anything else, really. That's true. I saw Rideas on Rove last Sunday. It's a great segment, and I was actually so into it, uh, I was thinking of sign, uh, signing up to become a Rientologist. How can mm. I go about that? Uh, just raise your hand <laughs> and... Um, pronounce yourself a rhinologist. It is quite an easy process. And you know what? I haven't actually worked out the process, to be quite honest. <laughs> In fact, I didn't think much much about it. But um, now that people have shown interest, then, um, yeah, you, just, you can just say that you are a rhinologist, I think. Are you getting any uh, angry letters from the Church of Scientology? Because there's a lot of stuff in the papers this week that suggests that it's the Church of Scientology in Australia is about three blokes mm. with an email just firing off hundreds and hundreds of uh, complaints. Yeah, no, oh, look, I haven't. haven't. No one's contacted me. Um, there were a few people at the Rove office, a few of the... I was ch- chatting to people about it, and they said, oh, look, you know, you've got to be careful. Those Scientology, um, the Scientology people, they are quite protective of their mm. of their religion and stuff. It's fine, you know. Um it's it's not my sort of thing, and I didn't I didn't make Rhinology as a no no as no, a thing no, on that. No. Like but you that. only have to touch on it. Like we play that clip of John Sweeney occasionally mm. screaming at you the guy. Not there. Every time we play it, the Scientology people send in a DVD of the documentary that is from. We've got about five copies of that documentary <laughs> now. And every time we do it, Kate Sobrano is seen leaving yeah. the building in a cloak. <laughs> yeah. That's why Kate Sobrano's not played on the radio anymore. Sick of the letters. What's she doing? All right, uh, and is Rideas on uh, Rove this week? Should we say it's not? No, it's not on this week. Um, And but next week, I'm I'm on. I'm on next week. But it will. The Rideas segment will take a break as we're going to New York next week. Um, Yes. So, so what? I I will be on the New York show, but um, it won't be a Rideas. It will be something slightly New York esque. Oh man! And can you confirm that Richard Marsland is slowly being marginalised from the program, and that his white handing is starting? to backfire on him. Yeah, I'm being phased out. He, pu- he pushed too early. I think yeah. he, sh- he should have waited. <laughs> pushed too hard too early, Rich. There it is. Uh, now, I notice when I go to uh, Ed Cavalier's MySpace, which is fairly moribund. Which I've all... stopped doing because it's getting a bit nuts. <laughs> really? Oh, what that, do you that's mean? really good news for all your friends. Oh, whoops. I mean, people who really... Yeah, there's nice people on there. Great ideas. A lot of good ideas from this show come from yeah. that page. Th- that shocks me because um, I-, I know you were quite passionate about your MySpace page at one point. <laughs> when I was trying to get friends. Girls. Girls. Oh, okay, that's all it is. I saw some of my friends and they're, all of their friends were just like hot chicks. Is that why you've got that photo of those cats on your page? <laughs> because it's like, oh, that'll get the girls. Yeah, girls like things like that. Mm. I, need, oh. I need some pictures of McDreamy. Right? Me and I, McDreamy. I've got to Photoshop myself into some pictures ma- with McDreamy. Maybe you need to spice things up. Maybe you need to pimp it. You haven't pimped your page. Oh, no, I haven't pimped it at all. <laughs> Maybe that's the problem. Yeah, there's no ludicrous songs. and. But know. one of the problems could be not because <laughs> of the... I mean, girls do like cats, but often girls aren't really into guys who are into cats. Yeah. That's true. Oh, you think I should change it with, like, trucks and... <laughs> yes! Commodores. Go to Wolfgang Van Halen's page <laughs> really? to see the right way to do it. No, if, if you go by MySpace, girls like dudes with heaps of fake tan on, sort of looking at them wistfully from Bondi Beach. I can that's chuck some fake fake tan on you if that's what you. That's, like <laughs> that's what I was getting about. at. Yeah. yeah, you're not orange enough. I don't. Think no, that's absolutely right. But hang on, there's okay. So there's your page, but then there seems to be a couple more pages about you. What's going on? I there? never looked at them because I. I Mm, I shudder okay. to think. Pages about you. I shudder to think. There's one called Cavalicious. I don't know who's done that. <laughs> and now that. there's one popped up called Marslandlicious. Right. No I'm, way. I got onto Marslandicious and gave everyone a welcoming note. 
Um, because you are a sucker. Well, you went on the page. Yeah. You and uh, I, I put a, uh, I'm a friend and I put a little note saying thank you and welcome to everyone in the Mars Lane Nisha's <laughs> army. That's so, what they want, Richard. Well, if you want to be an internet cult figure, you've got to put in the hard yards. Goodbye, <laughs> horses, and, and as a result, <laughs> I'm dying over you. <laughs> as a result of that, they've put up a beautiful photograph of you wearing a cape looking a bit David Copperfield. Yeah. See? I enjoy See? that. Standing on the moonscape of Mars. You know mm. what? I mean, so they're talking like. They're fake MySpace pages. I was actually watching the Today Show this morning. Oh, yeah. Did you guys see? Did you guys no, hear about it? No. Um, and I think it's a sort of a, a tip of the hat to get this oh, really? in a, in a subtle doing? way. What are they doing? Well, they were talking about um, uh, MySpace yes. off the back of Kevin Rudd. Yes, yep, Starting yep. The, his MySpace campaign. Yeah. And they were talking about Carl, Carl Stefanovic, mm. was talking about how there is a fake Facebook page. Now, Facebook's the other MySpace. The sort yeah. of cooler version. Yeah, the new thing. Mm. And uh, and he's got a fake one. And he said the picture on his fake Facebook page is C-3PO. Is that We've right? We've done it. <laughs> and, and the quote, I guess, next to the photo is the only cyborg hosting morning television. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and he brought it up. Fantastic. Yeah. Yes, I can confirm that we are human most of the time. <laughs> right. Beautiful. Uh, yeah, politicians uh, attempting to get into cyberspace. Let's talk about that next on Get This. That's Linkin Park, uh, what I've done here at Get This, and that's from the Transformers movie. You're listening to Triple M, by the way. Ryan Shelton is with us. Uh, well, he's on Ideas on Rove. Co-writer of uh, we, we Can Be Heroes, I should point that out. Mm. Any sign of Chris Lilly's new show yet? Well, yeah, I, I actually saw I actually saw Chris the other day, and um, he I think he's in the final stages of editing. But I think he didn't I didn't he didn't know when it was going to be on air. But it will be later this year, I guess. All right. But I think it's get, it's cl- getting closer. Excellent. Getting closer. <laughs> it's always getting closer. Uh, we uh, just played that song there, Linkin Park. That's from the Transformers movie. A lot of people not happy with your review of Transformers. There, they feel you've been a bit unfair. You didn't like it. No, Ca- I didn't. <gasps> Cavalicious are very annoyed. Uh, <laughs> yes. I right. can't believe that. You yeah, saw yeah. it, did you, right? I loved it. There you go. See? Ca- point, counterpoint. It's the romance, bro. Oh, but you've got to expect that. It's Michael Bay. You've got to expect <laughs> that aspect of it. But that's it's the sacrifice to in- to get the rewards, really. To have the big monsters. Yeah. Oh, so it's like in Armageddon where you sat through that scene where... Ben well, Affleck was... The biscuits oh, were the um, touching up Liv Tyler. Oh, yeah, so that you could get yeah. to exploding asteroids. Exactly. See, I don't want to have to live through it. See, I went into, I went into the film expecting that. Really? Yeah, I knew that's what it was... Well, it's Michael Bay. I knew it would be that Americana romance. Because we didn't style. need that in the, in the Running Man. You know, there was no romance in the Running Man. Just guys <laughs> in uh, sharpened hockey sticks cutting heads off. <laughs> No, it's but yeah, I can't believe he didn't like but, it. And the, but the, how good were the action scenes? No, but where was the just a slow shot of a thing, you know, where just just a transformer transforming right in front of me? It felt like the technology just wasn't good enough yet, mm. so we had to quick cut between them and uh-huh. and a picture of Shula Booth's face as he tried to <laughs> make Shula Booth the main kid, <laughs> oh, right. uh, as he tried to make it with the hot chick. <laughs> Charlotte Booth. Yeah. That's him. Don't know Charlotte Booth. Charlotte Booth is playing uh, Indiana Jones' son. Oh, that's right, yeah. The new Indiana Jones. I thought Megan Fox was a very good actress. Oh, man. (laughs) Good personality. She can act. Woo! (laughs) Excellently. Man. How about Rachel Taylor? Oh, yeah, Rachel Taylor from Headland. Oh, yeah. Now, listen, John Voight, this is quantum physics. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> Look, unless John Voight is redoing his character from Anaconda. Yeah, you don't want to know. About that's it. the most mystifying accent in the history of movies, <laughs> that one. Uh, just on um, <laughs> nerd issues, someone's called in an angry person. This is Corey Akerblom. Come on. Tony Madman are the company who released Harvey Birdman, attorney at law, not the team at Umbrella. How's that? Mm. Our listeners are arguing over what label released which DVD. <laughs> That's what they're like. <laughs> but, uh, no, fair enough, because to me, Madman and Umbrella, they're like the Twin Towers, the Coke and the Pepsi of good DVDs in this country. The What's another comparison? Uh, the, the Corey Hayman, and the Corey Feldman. There you go. <laughs> Madman, on the topic, actually, while we're talking about that, um, they actually authored the Real Stories DVD, oh, which is actually is still available. Is that, is that at all shops? Stores. It is. It is. Yeah, are the repeats still that. going out after Rove? Or? Two more weeks to go. Two more weeks. Yeah, whole disc of extras that you're missing out on if you haven't got it. Bang. You can actually see my audition for... Uh, Real stories. I think that's on there somewhere. It is. It is on there. It's a great little piece. Uh, We were talking about politicians uh, trying to get onto the internet, suck up to the young people. How's it going for them? Have you checked out any of these sites? uh, Which ones? The MySpace for Kevin Rudd, I think. I haven't uh, actually gone to his page. What was Bob Brown saying? uh, Something like this. We want to be cool because if you're cool, it simply means people are less inhibited about relating. I think now that you've said that, you're probably never going to be, really. <laughs> but he was wearing hemp trousers when he said that, so he must be a Cooter Lines jumper. <laughs> Bob Brown wants to be cool. Great Cooter Lines. But uh, Bob Brown could be cool. I mean, he's into reefer, yeah. you know? It's part of his scene. Yeah, exactly. The Kevin Rudd scene. The Kevin Rudd scene. We've got to get Kevin Rudd to say what his scene is, because he said that uh, jazz cigarettes were not his scene. Mm. Jazz yeah. cigarettes. Yeah. Mm. What is his scene? Let's see if we can find out. Reach arounds? Hang <laughs> on. Are you being paid money to say <laughs> Sorry. If you've just tuned in, George McEncrow, very what? mischievous person on the cage in Brisbane, is betting Ed Cavalli $100 at a time to use rude words on the show. <laughs> that, that, Completely out of context. That little reference just got me uh, roast beef and veggies for Monday, so thanks very much. <laughs> is that out of context, though? Yeah. Oh, it is. Yeah, we okay. have to say that. Okay, sure. I'm yeah. moving on. So have you? who are the friends? Oh, have you been to Kevin Rudd's page? Who has he got for friends? Is, uh, what about um, Wolfgang Van Halen? Is mm, he a friend? Oh, that would be fantastic. Mm. Uh, obviously not Jared Henderson. <laughs> yeah. Uh, not a friend at the moment. No. Who else would be a friend of Kevin Rudd? You know, actually, it was great. One of, apparently, on his page, because you've got your interests on, my, on your MySpace. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that his favourite films, Austin Powers trilogy. Oh, is that right? Is Groovy Kevin Rudd. <laughs> <laughs> because they, it's like they have someone to think of a favourite film for yeah. them. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Because for years, Howard would always say, Four weddings in a funeral. <laughs> that was always his favourite. And... As, you know, if you've seen it, you know how that film starts. Mm. It's the F word over and over and over. <laughs> the script for Four Weddings and a Funeral is four pages of the F word. He's changed it to Made in Manhattan now. Oh. <laughs> Which is a terrific film. He just found the romance between <laughs> J-Lo and Ray Fiennes exhilarating. But what you just want to... You want to see Howard go on a show, someone say, what's your favourite film? Him to go Four Weddings and a Funeral, and then someone to go, right, here's the script. Read the first four pages. <laughs> if that's your favourite film, let's hear you do it. Okay, um... Yesterday's show got a bit blokey, Ryan, because we are pretty blokey in here, as you can see. Sure. Oh, mate. <laughs> Steady I can't, every, every, uh, every time a song goes on, I can't get a word in because you're just hand-passing hand footies around. <laughs> <the whole studio. laughs> Handball it's targets. time for the ladies <laughs> to have a dip. Here, get this. That'll be next. Get this. Undergoing hormone replacement therapy. Brought to you by Nissan Navara. Huge pulling power. 
It's Get This on Triple M around the nation. Today's co-host is Ryan Shelton. This is a man who wants to be Prime Minister. I don't know about that. Really? That's true. I've got a MySpace page, so... Uh, (laughs) Halfway there. Ryan, I've uh, brought you in something from home. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's from my personal stash. Mm. It's the good stuff. I'll just get it out. Oh, boy. This is exciting. This is the really good... This is uh, to get gear. Oh, wow. Is that it's Gary Shandling? The, it's the first oh, two series of its Gary Shandling show on VHS. That is incredible. And the tabs are ripped off. Good. Tabs are taken out. This is 20 years old. Each episode wow. was hand recorded at 4.30 in the morning and on those, Channel 9. Those labels are so neat. <laughs> Neatly labelled. You yeah. cannot get this on VHS. You cannot get it on... Uh, on DVD, never been released on DVD. Don't have series three and four, sadly. Tony, to do go and buy a VHS player. Do you have? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can get them with Happy Meals now. But, uh, <laughs> Tony, do you have you know, like sprinklers and, and, and a safe at your place? Because this stuff is hard to get. This has been in the safe downstairs. I wouldn't have that at my house. But how do you, how do you keep? Because videos well, like VHSs do degrade after well, after the, time. The thing is, my theory is that the VHSs in the eighties were better made. See, so feel they how were. They Heavier. Heavier. Feel they how are, that's they heavier. Are, they are heavier. Tony, you know what you've got? And this is a term we used to use in the wow. video store. You've mm. got a double bracket here. Have they I? changed the plastic that they used to make videos. Right, uh, right. Around about sort of 94, 95 when DVD started, yeah. started out. Mm. And what they did is you can see there... Right, that it's got in the sort of uh, in the plastic bit where you can see where the tape is. Mm. There was two brackets, so there were two little bits of plastic, oh, and it right, held right, it right. in better. See how that? Okay. If I shake that, doesn't shake. Doesn't rattle. Because I have, I have a VHS uh, of uh, a compilation. The very first VHS I made at home in 1980 would have been 81, maybe 82. Collection of sketches from not the nine o'clock news wow. still plays. Mm. Still plays perfectly. I have VHSs from the mid nineties that don't work anymore no, because they changed the plastic and halved the, the, the density oh, of yeah. them, and they changed the tape that they were using. And the the way that you the real way if you want to hurt video cassettes, what you don't do is press play and fast forward at the same time. Don't oh, do that. What do you? Oh, that what do you stretches mean? them worse than it. If you're watching it and push fast forward so you can still see it. Oh, scanning. It, yeah, is that scan, right? No, no, it's terrible for mm. it. Ooh, that's mm. good. You know what? You know what's funny on these video things? That the, the, the levels. <laughs> video things. The, <laughs> these video contraptions. <laughs> that the level of quality that they write on the thing, like, <laughs> yeah. like how they came to that. Like this is this is high quality standard. <laughs> oh, that's. It's not stand. even proper English. That's a good standard. <laughs> now, this is an example of what we're doing here of a conversation where I imagine a lot of women have just turned off. What? And see, yesterday on the show, we had the gall to be talking about boring conversations that women have dragged us into. Now, we, did, we didn't... That's not how we set it up. Mm, it was no. just your partner. Yeah. But because, I mean, Richard was so angry and so much, vit, you know, such a vitriolic rant. And so blokey, so bloke. Yeah, yeah, that perhaps women didn't feel they should call in. So now uh, we're putting on our regular radio hats, mm. turbans on everyone, as we... <laughs> Do what, Tone? We want ladies to call in. Mm. Talk about tedious, boring conversations that men have, mm. your partner, mm. that, you know, they try to drag you into. Mm. I'm guessing a lot of them will be about sports. Do we want to eliminate sports right here and now? There can be some. You, we'll have to take at least one on sport because yeah. that's going to be coming up. Okay. Call us now. 
See, because I actually don't know what else they're going to say because everything I talk about is fascinating. <laughs> <laughs> this stuff here, yeah. that is fascinating gear. I can't gear. tell you how excited I am about this. It mm. was a great show. Yeah. It's Gary Shandling's show. Wow. Really he's got funny. There's some weird thing where he won't put his stuff out on DVD. Even the Larry Sanders, he's just put out a compilation. I bought that. That's great. Losing the ladies. Okay. Losing <laughs> everybody, I would guess. Give us a ring. Call us now. one triple three five three. Thank you very much. In excess, here again, this on Triple M around the nation, brought to you by the Nissan Navara with its huge pulling power and rugged good looks. That could describe our co-host today, Ryan Shelton. He's sitting here. Yesterday at this time, we had blokes talking about boring conversations that the, uh, the partners drag him into. Today, the shoe is on the other foot, breakfast radio style. Who's got one, Ed? Hello, Amanda. Hello. Uh, what do you get dragged into? All I ever hear about is farming, like moving sheep from one paddock to another and moving the tractor from one paddock to another. Oh. I say get over it. And, and <laughs> is you, this a bloke a farmer? He is, and I'm a city girl, so oh. it's a bit hard. Fair enough. Well, yeah. Um, <laughs> so it's really just boring. So tell me, uh, what's uh, what are the topics du jour? Are the sheep on the move or what's going on? Um, sorry, say it again. Oh, what's the topic for today? Are the sheep on the move or is a fence falling over? What's happening? Well, look, to tell you the truth, I haven't spoken to him for four days because I'm so bored. There you go. So bored. Solved. And do you try and lure him onto more interesting subjects? Uh, yeah, me. Oh, there you go. Oh, of course. Yes. Um, nah. <laughs> Trenching sheep, that's what I'd like to talk about. Thank you, Amanda. Hello, Vanessa. How are you? Hello, very well, thank you. Ooh. And uh, what do you get dragged into? Um, at least once a month, we have a strategy meeting on how we're going to spend the $20 million if we win it. <laughs> I say get over it. That is possibly one of my favourite games. <laughs> but, uh, you see, what, what I do with, with my friends sometimes is I, I don't say $20 million. We don't go crazy. No. We say something like, okay, you have to buy a car for $100,000. What do you get? Mm. So it's, that way you've got to really think. It's know. happening all over again, isn't it, Vanessa? It is. <laughs> And what's yeah, sorry, uh, and what's uh, what's on the top of the list normally when the twenty uh, million's won? Investing. Uh, investing. That's boring. Rock and roll. So twenty million dollars isn't enough. We better invest <laughs> that so we can make some coin. But that makes no sense, Vanessa, because it's like if you're playing the game of let's spend twenty million dollars, mm. you can't get sensible. You've got to start buying boats and mansions and, and blowing them up, yeah. and then blowing them up. Cloak of invisibility. Sure. So you never have to work again. Absolutely right. Well, <laughs> right. sounds dull. And Thank you. Less than fifteen million is a waste. Absolutely right. <laughs> Touche. Thank you, Vanessa. Hello, Kathleen. How are you? Hello. Oh, and uh, what what do you get dragged into? Um, my brother likes to buy his car parts on eBay. <laughs> I say get over it. Oh. <laughs> Ouch. I'm pretty bored right there. <laughs> oh, tell me about it. And what does, he want, what does he want you to know about them? Oh, just how much he paid. Even with postage, it was still cheaper than going to Burson. Oh, that is good information <laughs> to have. <laughs> and, you, you know, do you try and change the subject? I just nod and go, mm-hmm. Oh, really? Exciting. <laughs> you sound interested. Yeah. Really exciting. I've got it down, Pat. Yeah, cheers. All right. What would you rather talk about? I don't know, Care Bears and stuff. Brilliant. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I say get over it. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> Care Bears. How, I wonder how much it would cost to, say, turn, a, let's say, a Gemini into the, uh, the cloud car from the Care Bears. Oh, at least 32 grand. Worth it, though. See, you've worth it. Worth it. You've brought them together. Yeah, absolutely right. Thank you, Kathleen. Hello, Holly. Hi. What, uh, what do you get dragged into? 
Uh, my husband's a turf farmer, so I get dragged around on turf safari, oh, which wow. is going to every other turf farm this side of the black stump. Oh. I say get over it. Uh, tell me, oh, what turf. are the... Uh, <laughs> turf. I'm with the ladies on all these. Ouch. <laughs> and what, what, what is there to say about turf, really? Oh, he can go on for hours and hours and hours. He goes oh. to other, other turf farms and stand around in the sun looking at the grass. And Do not get me started on turf. <laughs> and tell Holly, what's the, what's the most interesting thing you've ever heard about turf? <laughs> Oh, I don't think there's anything that interesting about turf. There you go. I've heard it all. But what about, the, you know, there's there's long turf and mm. short turf, mm. dry turf, mm. wet turf. Mm. Yes, turf that takes different sorts of water and needs to be mowed at a certain height at a certain time of year. Well, you've won a subscription to Turf Talk. <laughs> <laughs> There's a magazine called Turf Craft that comes out every week and he runs down to the letterbox on the day to meet the postie. What, what, what's every in, week. What's in Turf Craft? No, no, every month. Oh, every month. Yeah, that would be ludicrous. Is that like the turf <laughs> version of Witchcraft? Yeah. <laughs> Look at this centrefold. Oh, <laughs> recently shorn. All right. Yeah, you can't polish a turf. Okay, <laughs> moving on quickly out of the pool, Marcelin. Hi, Liz, how are you? How you going, guys? Uh, well, we're good, thank you. What do you get bored by? Oh, my husband's forever talking about computer games. Oh. I say get over it. Now, which ones are we talking about here? His PS2 games. And, uh, I went to bed last night and he, helped, he told me, guess what, I've got a girlfriend. I finally made it. What, uh, what <laughs> game? girlfriend on the computer game. Sims, oh. on the Sims. Yes. Yeah. No, this is Vice City, this one. Vice City. Oh, yeah, the oh, yeah, yeah, Grand yeah. Theft Auto game. Mm. And uh, Liz, you don't. You, does he try and make you play at all? Does yes, he try and get all you in? the time. And what do you do to that? Balls the hell out of me to be honest. Mm. I love that. I love. I love what how guys do that when they want to play video games and they say mm. to their girlfriends, "Oh, well, you can play," and they go, "Well, I don't want to play." Well, I offered. Yeah, exactly. now I'm yeah. going to play. Right. You'll love it. I swear, you'll love it if you just get into it. It's, it's like right. a movie. You can watch it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's right. See, my wife won't play any shooting games. Mm. She goes, "I like that Mario." He was nice. Yeah. He was a plumber. He had nice music. Yeah, I'd play Mario too if he had it. Fair That's enough. Good game. Thank you, Liz. Thanks, guys. Yvette, are you there? Oh, hang on. Hang on a second. Mr. Oh. Marsland is still yeah. fascinated by that last conversation. Hi, Yvette. How are you going? Good. How are you? Excellent. What do you get bored by? Trucks. Trucks? I say get over it. What about them? <laughs> oh, everyone I know, including my husband, seem to be truck drivers and they compare how long someone took to load them and how many chains it took and how long they had to wait to be unloaded again and mm. oh, it just goes on and on. <laughs> I do agree with you there. Trucks are boring, I think. <laughs> how long that? it takes to unload a truck. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I can understand there are different time periods for different things. Like, if there's a lot of stuff, then it takes more time. So I can see where the interest takes, show. Absolutely. And Yvette, what would you rather be talking about? Oh, anything but. <laughs> oh, Turf? I'd bore him stupid with that. So. You, about, you talk about horses? Yeah. yeah. What do you think of the Care Bears? Care Bears. My daughter likes them. There well, you go. That's right. Something for everyone. <laughs> Making a comeback. Absolutely. <laughs> Bring that up. Just throw Care Bears in the next time they're talking about trucks. See what happens. <laughs> I'd love it. That sounds great. I'll do it and I'll ring you back. <laughs> so many bored women on the line, Ed. Turf was the worst. Have you got some um, more there? Uh, yeah, we've got one more. Take hello one there. More. Uh, Penny, are you there? Penny? Hi. Oh, hi, Penny. What do you get bored by? Um, the husband likes to chat about lawnmowers and whippersnippers and blades, and the eight-year-old boy loves to 
chat about cars. We just saw a old blue hole, and he's like, look, mum, look, look, look. He's just so excited. I say get over it. Sorry, you lost me at whippersnippers. Yeah. <laughs> How much is it to say about a whippersnipper? Yeah. I know. Exactly. Mm. Should get together with the turf guy. Mm. Form a friendship. Absolutely right. Well, well, you thank know. you, Penny. I thought we would be defending the blokes a bit more yeah, in this so segment. Did I. Apart mm. from that video game one. Mm. I don't think we're real blokes. No, mm. hang on a second. No, well, I'm just worried. If we're not into whippersnippers, trucks and turf. I've got a tattoo of a whippersnipper. Don't talk to me. That's that is true. As it gets. He does have that. We've got the Navarro. <laughs> Called in Jenny. Here. That's supposed to be making us blokier. It doesn't yeah. seem to be working. Well, those were boring topics, let's be honest. <laughs> drugs. Oh let's dear. talk about drugs. That's pretty blokey. And politics. There's oh. a lot of it about. Next on Get This. Oh, that's some good Charlotte here. And Get This uh, dance floor anthem on Triple M. <laughs> Ryan Shelton has been sitting in. Now, uh, big story. what was the big story of the week, do you think, Ryan? Uh, what one took your fancy? Well, like, I mean, this Kevin Rudd MySpace, you know, the... John Howard is the old man, Kevin Rudd's the young man. Yeah. It's possibly quite a big story, I would have thought. Yeah. Something bigger. Drugs. Well, there was that joke that uh, Daniel Johns attempted, you know. Did you see that? Oh, yeah, 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 with mm. Peter Garrett. And yeah. Did you I see know. Peter Costello addressed that on the 7.30 report? Check this out. Mr Costello, there's been some suggestion this week that our presence in Iraq has perhaps more to do with oil uh, than with uh, well, any... If I, if I could cut in there, uh, uh, Kerry, I mean... That'd have to come as uh, news to our troops uh, stationed over there. I, I don't think that's the reason uh, they've, uh, you know, bravely decided to lay down their lives. I mean, it's a very cynical okay. uh, way of looking at All this. All right, fair enough. Uh, what about um, what's going on in the Northern Territory? I mean, your government has uh, come in for a fair bit of criticism. From, oh, well, uh, criticism? Well, I, I don't think, you know, criticism is uh, perhaps the most healthy thing to be offering uh, our boys and girls in Iraq. I mean, yeah, how would they feel? Okay, well, let's maybe turn to the polls. I mean, you, you must oh, be disappointed right the, in... Right uh, the polls. Okay, yeah, let, let's uh, hit our brave young uh, girls and boys in Iraq uh, with the polls now. Let, let's okay. bash them over the head with the figures. Well, I can see we're getting nowhere here. Um, now, this uh, incident with the... Uh, Let's see, Daniel Johns and Peter Garrett. I mean, you've, you've mentioned that. Obviously, that's sure. uh, yeah. been exposed as a joke. Well, now... Uh, let's uh, call drugs a joke. Yeah, that's that's a good idea, Kerry. Let's, let's have um, a bit of comedy uh, at the expense of uh, crack babies. Is, is that what uh, Kevin Rudd uh, would like to do now? I'm not I'm sure I mean, that uh, Kevin Rudd was implicated in Mr Johns' uh, attempt at humour. Well, I think, you know, it has to be asked... Uh, is it funny to have a bloke uh, uh, sitting on the front bench dancing around like a spastic in uh, old video clips, clearly under the influence of uh, jazz cigarettes, in thrall to Dame Heroin? Oh, I don't think there's any suggestion that Peter Garrett is uh, involved in heroin. Well, I mean, is there a suggestion that he's not? You know, Kerry, that's the thing. Once you get these druggies into Parliament and, and look at them, the front bench is uh, riddled with... What are you talking about? Wayne Swan. I mean, that bloke looks uh, pretty glassy-eyed to me. I I've heard he's uh, been knocking back the old uh, Timothy Leary kerosene. Right. I've heard that uh, Simon Crean can uh, barely go four or five minutes without uh, wolfing down uh, a few hooker pipes uh, okay. filled with uh, bed straw, as he likes to say. Okay. Yep. Jenny Macklin. Right. I mean, she's clearly been... Uh, 
knocking back the zoot juice, the flower of ragweed, um, the hate <laughs> Ashbury salad, I, I believe they call it, over in uh, I'm sorry. the opposition benches. I mean, is that who you want in charge of our children? The young boys and girls in Baghdad are fighting for freedom? Oh, gee, Kerry, if, if that's what you want to call good policy, then sure. Uh, let's let Julia Gillard and her fleabane cigar... Mr Costello, you seem very uh, au fait with the terminology here. I've not well, heard gee, that. I mean, uh, who wouldn't be, Kerry, when you're staring at it across the house every day? You can see them. Yep. You know, there's Lindsay Tanner right. doing lines of the old uh, Gatsby detergent, I think they call okay, it. Okay, look, uh, you've lost me. You know, uh, Arch Beavis knocking back some of the old Helsinki battery acid on Sorry, uh, look, I don't understand a word you're saying. Are you sure you don't need to be drug tested, Mr well, Costello? Look, I, I, I'm quite happy to be tested at any moment. Look, here, here. There you go. Um, Stick a thermometer up there and see what you get, Gary. Well, I don't know that that's exactly how one tests for presence of uh, on. marijuana. Pop uh, it up there. See what you find. And I'll tell you what you'll find. Solid economic policy. And if you want to go over to the other side, I'll tell you what you'll find. Death and misery and deadly nightshade being uh, injected directly into the eyeball by Peter Garrett. Right. Anthony Albanese's there tying them off. You've got uh, Tony Burke coming in with a uh, horse trank for everybody. Well, I, I don't think we've got time for any more uh, revelations. Well, if you can't handle the truth, Kerry, I mean, maybe you need to be tested. Well, I'm quite happy to be tested, uh, Mr Treasurer, but... Would you mind putting your pants back on? I saw Stephen Conroy trying to smuggle a boogie board into the upper house the other day. <laughs> thank you, Mr Treasurer, and thank you, Richard Marsden, for supplying those obscure <laughs> drug terms. What a revealing interview. <laughs> Amazing. None as disturbing as the phrase, the phrase Arch Beavis. Mm. That's Natalie Imbruglia here at Get This with Torn. Time to sign off. Thank you, Ryan Shelton, for sitting in for the whole hour. Rove Live, Thanks, mate. when and where is it on? It's on 8.30 Sunday nights on Channel 10, and after this Sunday, we'll be in America for two weeks. Fantastic. Oh. New York and L.A. Mm-hmm. Can you give anything away, any sizzle for what's going to go on over there? Uh, there'll be better shows. <laughs> so if How's that for sizzle? You're going to be in New York for a week. That's yep. time. You could be in about six or seven Woody Allen films while you're there. <laughs> I probably could be. They're all in production. Fantastic. <laughs> Beautiful. Uh, thanks for coming in. Thanks to everyone who called. It's our last show for the week, so I must thank this crack team. What about what? our baby oh. on board producer, Nikki yeah. Hamilton? Yeah. What about Matt Dower on the pots yeah, and pans? He, he never goes home. <laughs> who answers the phones, <laughs> deals with the filth? It's Cecilia. There she is. <laughs> Richard Marsland. What a hunky bloke. Oh, man. Adding so much beefcake to the lineup here you know at Get it, This. You know it. And of course, Ed Cavalier. Too much fun as always. Tony, this is the best. And uh, our key phrase today I think it was simply Minge and Buttress. Yay! <laughs> Yes, on Monday we'll be joined by Greg Fleet. Fantastic. And it's all thanks to that 4x4 with a huge pulling power and the rugged good looks. I think you'll find it's the Nissan Navara. Now it's all out in you. Get a life, cyber freaks.